I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-378-3508. 800-378-3508. That's 800-378-3508. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Yeah, folks, it's that time again. Sports Overnight America, a different kind of show. We'll talk economic side of sports, political side of sports. You can email us, sportsfred at AOL.com, sportsfred at AOL.com. We are heard everywhere, Sirius 217, XM 203, all those apps, Sports Byline, Sports Map. Great radio stations like KSHP 1400 in Las Vegas, Nevada. The guys will be with us, uh, Mark Mancini, the world's worst sports handicapper, Art Source. We used to kick for the uh, Rams and the Trojans of USC. Ed Desser. Ed Desser used to run the broadcasting side of the LA Lakers. Then he uh, ran the broadcasting side of the NBA. Now he's got his own company in Santa Monica, California, Ed Desser Sports. We'll talk to Ed about everything that's happening in the crazy and uh, wild world of uh, broadcasting and sports. Uh, We'll play some barren sports trivia, but so much to talk about. Um, Deshaun Watson is supposed to come back uh, after game 11 for the Cleveland Browns. Another woman has now uh, spoken up and uh, charged him. So that's number 26. Now the question is, that's as many as Donald Trump. I think also he had 26. Um, uh, Will the NFL take this in consideration and still allow Watson back after game 11 for the Cleveland Browns? It should be uh, interesting indeed. Talking about interesting, Tommy Tuberville former coach in Mississippi and, of course, at Auburn, now Senator Tommy Tuberville. Last week, he goes to the state of Nevada uh, to push right-wing candidates, and he makes comments like, uh, they want reparations. They're thieves. They're crooks. Who's he talking about? He's not talking about the Japanese. I don't think he's talking about the Jews. I don't think he's talking about the Italians. He's probably talking about African-Americans who he coached. You wonder how many coaches who have made millions off the great physical talents of African-American athletes feel like Tommy Tuberville feels. Or maybe he's just faking it to be a good friend of Donald Trump. I don't know. But he did make those comments. Your thoughts, sportsfredataol.com, sportsfredataol.com. And talking about publishing and sports, Athlon Sports, one of the biggest publishers of sport magazines, no longer publishes, get this, the NBA yearbook, nor the college basketball yearbook. Because I bought a seven uh, package, seven magazine package for $49, and I haven't gotten the uh, college basketball. And I called, they said, oh, no, we're not publishing college basketball anymore, but we'll extend it. So 
next football season, you'll get more football magazines. <laughs> What's happening in the sports publishing world? You can tell us, sportsfrederdale.com, sportsfrederdale.com. All right, back with the guys and a whole lot more right after this on Sports Overnight America. Progressive presents Forced Metaphors. About bundling your home auto and other vehicles. Any sports fan knows defense wins championships. Your championship is your boat, motorcycle, RV, or ATV. And your best defense is the round-the-clock protection offered by Progressive, which is like having a goalie, a seven-foot shot-blocking specialist, and a linebacker all wrapped into one. Which, to circle back, means you're going to win the championship. Because, you know, defense. Forced Metaphors. Presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Are you looking for solutions for health and wellness at home? Please visit antiagingbed.com. They are on a mission to use proven technology to provide you with healthy solutions to many conditions that affect all of us physically and mentally. Use promo code wellness for your discount. Antiagingbed.com. Technology proven to help you feel your best. Use promo code wellness. Antiagingbed.com. Feel your best. Staples has everything for school at great prices. So this year, you won't go back to school. You'll be ready to move forward into art class. A four-foot replica of the Statue of Liberty using elbow macaroni. With glue and art supplies from Staples. By tomorrow. This week, Crayola 24-count crayons, Staples comp books, and two-pocket poly folders are each just 50 cents. Get everything on your list at amazing prices. This year, go forward to school with Staples. Shop in-store, online, or buy online and pick up in-store. Ends 9-10, limit 30. If this were a Reese's TV ad, you'd be staring at a Reese's peanut butter cup. And sure, my voice is peanut buttery smooth, but still, you need to see the peanut butter cups, right? No? I can really just say Reese's and you'll go get some? (laughs) Okay. Reese's. 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 Really working, actually. Reese's. Reese's. This, I'm on to something. Reese's. 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 Hey, welcome back, everybody. It is Sports Overnight America, and you can email us at sportsfred at AOL.com. The guy's now with us, uh, Mark Mancini, the world's worst sports handicapper, and I don't think you can question that. And Art Source, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans. He also runs Galaxy Sports out of Pennsylvania, and so much is happening in sports. And again, we talk about the fact that this uh, show, we discuss more than just who's going to win, who's going to lose. Uh, Deshaun Watson, number 26, has shown up. I think that's the same number as Donald Trump. Uh, women who have accused uh, both gentlemen of uh, problems. And, uh, of course, Watson has a deal with the National Football League that now that uh, uh, he will uh, play after the 11th game. Mark, do you think the NFL will step in here and uh, say uh, you no longer can play after the 11th game? Or do you think the woman might be pulling sort of a trick, assuming now – 
it could be worth a lot of money to him to pay her off. And we don't even know if this really happened. So, Mark, what are your comments? Well, I know it's a sports show, Fred, but I just wonder who has more problems these days, the L.A. City Council or Deshaun Watson? Artie, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, you know, that uh, whole situation where he gets to come back, but he can't hang out with the team. He can't par- participate in meetings. I mean, you're either on the team or you're off the team. Okay. And personally, I thought they should have just given him a year suspension, let him go to his classes, let him learn a little bit about life. Use it as an example for other players that you have to treat people the right way. You can't be doing rogue activities, but uh, you know, I'm totally down on the NFL right now with the Daniel Snyder problems. You look at Deshaun Watson, you look at, you know, when Dan Snyder has dirt on Roger Goodell and other owners, what does that tell you about the actual complicity and the class of some of these owners in the NFL? I mean, it really makes you question, you know, is it really all about that five letter word? We always talk about Fred greed and really, they don't care about what the audience says or they want to have a certain narrative that they want to promote. It's wrong. It's very, very wrong. And I got to be honest with you. Jacoby Brissett has looked just fine at quarterback. They just need to schedule the Chargers all the time so they can have Brandon Staley making stupid calls and they'll have a chance to win a lot of games. Thursday night, of course, uh, a little bit surprising. Al Michaels uh, shoots a picture of a uh, Dan Snyder, and basically uh, what he said was uh, the NFL, I think, would rather have Daniel Snyder just sell the team rather than have the NFL have to uh, do more than fine him $10 million. Now, next week, the NFL owners are going to have a meeting. And again, as you indicated, uh, uh, Snyder's people are saying we got info on everybody, the commissioner and some of the owners. What do you think is going to happen next week as far as the NFL owners are concerned, Art Source? You know, they're going to try. They're going to try to get Daniel Snyder to either give the team to his wife, which, you know, that would that that's like a slap on the wrist. I mean, you know, you're still married to the woman. He's still going to be behind the scenes making the decisions. Um, personally, you know, it's housekeeping. You know, they, they, they had their way with Richardson, the old owner of Carolina, and they jumped out of the fire into the frying pan on that one. I mean, David Tepper's not exactly the easiest guy to get along. He built this or was going to build this wonderful structure for the team, and now he decided not to build it. He fires Matt Rule after giving him a $60 million contract. The guy goes two years and three or four games. He's gone. You know, what I want to know is, How much money is there actually flowing around college football, pro football, major league baseball, basketball for all these coaches who were either, you know, fired, uh, suspended. I mean, it's like, it's a litany of, of billions and billions of dollars. And you know who pays for all that, Fred, the good old American sports fan. And it's at a certain point in time, you know, some of these GMs need to take a class in money management. But then again, it's easy to spend other people's money. Mark Mancini, you are the world's worst sports handicapper. So when I ask you this, uh, I need folks to know, what do you think the resolution of the Daniel Snyder thing might be, Mark Mancini? What's going to happen to him? Well, you know, I'm a Pittsburgh boy. My favorite team growing up on the NFC side of things was Washington. Man, it's a toxic culture, sexual misconduct, accounting misdeeds. 
the, the, the new stadium seemed like it was going to happen. Now you can't even get three states to vote this in. I don't know. This he's he's going down with a fight, and uh, he's he's trying to, you know, take some guys with him on this. It's going to be very interesting. It's going to be. I think this thing's going to be a little worse off than the uh, uh, Donald Sterling thing. This guy, if he has dirt on some of these owners, this is going to get really interesting. They might have to do, you know, a backhanded slap to him and pay him off that way or something because you don't want dirty laundry aired across the country like that. Sports Overnight America, that's Mark Mancini, our source on Fred. You can email us at sportsfredradio.com. Later, we'll talk to Ed Desser of Ed Desser Sports in Santa Monica about everything as far as broadcasting and uh, sports might be concerned. Uh, Mark, when I was growing up, uh, there were, and I love, my number one game has always been baseball, but number two, very closely behind until the NIL was uh, college basketball. And at that point, there were, in the late 50s, there were 16 teams, schools, going to the NCAA tournament. Then they added eight to make 24. In fact, they made 25 because they gave an extra one for the Western side of the, of the world. So we had 25. Then they went to 32. Then they went to 48. Then they went to 64 about 30 years ago, I guess. Then they went to 68. And now uh, Jim Phillips, the head of the ACC, says we need more teams, more schools in the NCAA tournament. I totally disagree. I think there's like 200 and something schools playing Division One basketball. 68 is like a quarter of them. I think that's about right. I don't think uh, we need uh, any more schools. That makes the regular season worthless, does it not, Mark Mancini? Well, I don't know if this guy went to school, but uh, if, if you want more teams in here, how many teams are we going to knock out in a regular season, too? That's why I yeah. like the National Hockey League the best, man. It, it's the best by far across all the major sports. People differ on that, but man, oh man, very consistent. There's only one team in the league that's you know on a respirator, and that's that Arizona team that has a 5,000-seat arena right now. Artie, what do you think? 68, not enough? Uh, we should add more schools to the NCAA tournament, Art Source? I totally disagree. I think it's perfect the way it was. You know, with 64, and then you have the uh, other four teams try to play in with a little wild card game. You know, I, I don't know what they're – it has to be It has to be money. It has to be money. That's the only thing I can think of. Because I'll be honest with you, Fred, if you're not one of the best 60, 64, 66, 68 teams in the country, do you really have a chance? And in reality, you know, lately you've seen a couple of late seeds, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 seed get away with an upset one out of every 25 times, which is great, great television. But the bottom line is, you know, you can pretty much count year after year, year in, year out, that the top teams are going to come out of the top 20, usually even less than that, the top 12. And, uh, and that's the way it's always been. It's great to see a team like Davidson, you know, with Curry make a run in the tournament. Um, you know, I go back to as a, as a kid, Jimmy McDaniel in Western Kentucky. Those are all great things to see. You know, I think of Villanova when they did their do their their two little, you know, fantastic seasons when they beat you know, and won the NCAA title. But the bottom line is that the the Blue Bloods are going to be there. The Dukes, you know, the UCLA's they're going to they're going to win their share of games. And I don't think you need to go any higher than what they have now. 
We got about a minute before the break, Art. So we'll start now and talk later about this also. But uh, I found out this week that Athlon, which I thought was like the number one publishing of sports magazines, no longer publishing college basketball nor the NBA. Uh, in about thirty seconds, Art, what do you think? It's sad. It's it's part of the whole process. I read today where the USA Today is cutting back again. They're they're taking a bunch of people off the staff. You know, 1,200 people are leaving there. Um, you know, I grew up in the magazine business, Fred, and I loved it. And I think it was awesome. I was once told by the great late Jim Murray that, uh, you know, the great thing about, about publications are they sit on a coffee table for 30 days. And, you know, our show, if I make a mistake, it's gone in the air. <laughs> so, I mean, a lot of people don't read anymore, Fred. That's the bottom line. And I think it's causing a problem in a lot of other areas in our world, too. He's Art Source, uh, Mark Mancini, and Fred, and that's at Ed Desser later, all straight away on Sports Overnight America. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. 
Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Yeah, we're back on Sports Overnight America. Later, Ed Desser will talk about the media and the wonderful and wacky world of sports. But right now, Baron Sports Trivia. Well, we prove if uh, Mark Mancini, the world's worst sports handicapper, an art source for her former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans, can answer these questions late at night or early in the day. It might not even matter. Let's start uh, with uh, Mark on Baron Sports Trivia. Major League Baseball record, Mark. For stealing home, who might that be? Major League Baseball record for stealing home plate. Who might that be? Mark Manson. Wow, stealing home. It it wouldn't be be anybody in 2022. No. I think UCLA is a great athlete, Marky. Jackie Robinson. You're going to guess Jackie Robinson? Yeah. Because Art said Jackie Robinson. Well, I I, I kind of was leaning towards, uh, you know, that or uh, Vince, Coleman, Vince Coleman, but uh, I'll go Jackie. Art Source, you think it's Jackie Robinson. Now, every week on this show, you switch on your legal medical aides to uh, keep you up and answer these questions. What are you on this uh, this evening, awaken, awaken, Pravagen, and I'm getting my new batch of uh, Focus Factor. I guess it's coming on a slow boat from China, so I mean it, it hasn't arrived yet. Amazon, Amazon must be spending too much time getting that great Thursday night football schedule going. Hey, I have another guy that might have that record. Now that I think about it, pretty good base stealing guy from home, stealing home. What if I threw a name like uh, uh, Ricky Henderson out there? All right. Um- First of all, Jackie Robinson only played from 57, from 47 to 56, so it's not that long a period of time. Ricky played a long period of time. Both are incorrect, however. Oh, really? If I were to, if I were to tell you that, I'm going to give our another guess. Do Both I get a hint, record? or I mean, is I'm the sorry, guy alive? Is he dead? Is uh, is he, he in the Hall of Fame or not in the Hall of Fame? He's in the Hall of Fame and he's dead. Okay, Lou Brock. Lou Brock, St. Louis Cardinal. Mark, I'm going to give you a second guess. You said, uh, he uh, already said Lou Brock. Great stealer, but not necessarily at home. But uh, any idea? That's a Mark. pretty darn good one. Uh, wow. I, I, what, if, what, if, what if I were to tell you guys, good friend to Tris Speaker? Oh, God. George Sisler? I... Oh, what about the guy that played for the Cardinals? A crazy guy. Um, Ozzy Smith wasn't one of them that stole bases. <laughs> Speaker Ozzy Smith. What, like what, if I, what, what if I were to tell you many consider him the greatest player ever played? The greatest? Ty Cobb has got to be of the his, guy. Of his era. What was that name he gave? Ty him? Cobb? Ty Cobb. 54 times he's stolen home. How many guys he did he knock out or plate with that, with that front cleat? <laughs> And he won't steal 55. Okay. Um, this is to Art first. Last player to win a triple crown in the 20th century. So, you know, 19 up to 1999. Last player to win a triple crown 
in the I 20th century. Who might that have been, Art Source? I should know this. I'm, I'm yeah, yes, you should. Yes, you should. I, I think I might get this. Oh, well, let's say Art first. Triple crown in the year of the 2000s. I think I got this. Boy, I'm going to have to defer to my boy, Mark. Uh, I'm going to Motown, man, Miguel Cabrera. That's the answer. That is the answer. Good call. Remember now, I said before 2000. I thought he did it like in 2009 or something like that. Yeah, but I'm saying before 2000. Oh, before 2000, I'm going to have to go with, uh, it would either be Yastrzemski. He did it, and he only bat three on one that year, too. Um, Let's see. I think I know this. Go for it, Marky. I think I'm going to ride your coattails on it. I think it is Carly Stremski. Carly Stremski, 1967, the Triple Crown. Um, you know, interesting about Carly Stremski, you know, I collect baseball, yeah. and I used to have a lot of them. Now I just have a few because of the stories are all true, how you lose them through the years. But Carly Stremski actually had a rookie card in 1960, which is worth a lot of money. Then he had a rookie card of 1961 which isn't worth as much. And it's interesting because the point was he didn't play enough games in 1960 not to be a rookie in 61. So Topps came out with the second rookie card. That is Carl Yastrzemski. And after uh, thinking about it, guys, you did get it right. Congratulations. Uh, back Fred, to Barry. What? You can tell how we listen to the questions, though, how we yeah, thought you, you said know, after 2000. <laughs> right. I know we lost Bruce Suter, but uh-huh. the, three, the three relievers – I, I thought were the best in the business and nothing against the Marianos and the Trevors, but growing up, it had to be Raleigh fingers, Bruce Suter and goose Gossage. I don't know who your three were. Well, Lee Smith got to be in there too, Marky. Lee Smith was yeah. pretty darn good. How about the mad, how about the mad Hungarian? Fred, you're going you're gonna to bring Mike Marshall into this equation. No, well, he was good. All right, Elroy Face for the your Pirates was just fine. Yeah. What he won eighteen games one year as a reliever. Yeah, but and Bruce Suter, that split finger fat. I mean, that un- that thing dropped. Yeah, and Bruce was only sixty nine when he passed away. That's really, uh, really young to me. All right, here we go. Uh, Baron Sports Trivia. It's Mark. Uh, who was the first player to have his number uh, re- retired by three different Major League Baseball teams? Who was the first player to have his number retired by three different clubs? Mark Mancini, the world's worst sports handicapper. God, you got to try. You got to get a guy that's been on the move quite a while. If you said two, then I would nail it. But you're you're getting into threes. Played over two. I'm gonna, played, he played over two decades. I want to say. Well, I'm going to go Barry Bonds. Arizona State, Pittsburgh, and San Francisco. No, Arizona State is not a major. Arizona State is not a major league club. How about Frank Robinson? Well, Frank Robinson would be a good guess. Incorrect, but it would be an okay. interesting guess. Uh, try again. Three different teams, huh? And he's probably not in the Hall of Fame. Would it be Pete Rose? He's in the Hall of Fame. Oh, he is in the Hall of Fame. Wow, he's a he's good got, player. He's got, he's got he's got all kinds of records. I know Garvey probably has two of them. Well, okay, okay, here we go. Here we go. Let's let's say who jumps first on this one. Began his career with the Angels. Don Bailey. Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan. Already came through. 
Artie, what are you taking again tonight? I forgot. <laughs> no, no. I mean, uh, I, I oh, knew. Seriously, I, I am a... taking Prevagen and a little bit of Awaken. And, uh, you know, I just, I keep forgetting to go up into the drawer, though, occasionally. You know, that's the one thing. No, that but I, I knew you were, I knew you were going to get it when I said the first team. Okay. You know, I loved Olin Ryan. And I mean, still the greatest, oh. the greatest mis mistake of all time is how this guy can pitch for three great teams, four probably. And, uh, and never get a uh, never get a Cy Young award. That's just amazing. Okay. Uh, uh, let's go. Um, Baron Sports Trivia for Art Source. Major League Baseball record for most runs scored in a season. He actually scored 179 runs. Who might this player have been? Hack Wilson. Hack Wilson of the Cubs. Yeah, and manager that one great year, and man and manager of the like uh, like some good whiskey, <laughs> and manager in in the league of uh, of their own. I think yes, yes, yeah, Tom Hanks, wasn't Tom Hanks, Zach Wilson, uh, incorrect, but good guess. Um, Mark, this guy gained uh, scored 179 runs in one season. Let me tell you the season, and uh, Mark, I, and I will bet anything. Art will get it now. So, Mark, you better be quick. 1921. Wow. Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. You see, now, why did I know it? Because Art's 126 years That's of age. Right. I was I actually sitting in the, in the box seats right there with Colonel yeah. Rupert. He hit, the, <laughs> so, he hit, the, he hit the, the home runs and uh, 179. I can still runs. see that little pigeon-toed little <laughs> run going along. A couple of days ago on TV, I saw a movie that I had never seen, a silent movie with Babe Ruth, the real, not William Bendix, not John Goodman, the real Babe Ruth, made in 1921. Wow. It was called Head, Head not Heading, a silent movie. This is before voice, yeah. Voices and Movies, called Head and Home. I sat there for an hour and 10 minutes. My wife said, we got to eat. I said, I got to watch the end of this. <laughs> I loved it. It was mm. unbelievable. It's a story of him coming out of his city and how he made it. And, you know, obviously it's exaggerated yeah. and this and that. I felt the same way about Ken Burns in the, in the series he did on baseball. If you recall with Frank Chancellor and all sure. these guys, I could not wait till the next, uh, you know, the next uh, series. It was just so well done. And anybody that's a great baseball fan, if you get a chance to go on YouTube and look at that, Ken Burns on baseball, just the most fascinating thing of all time. But Babe was, Babe was special. And, you know, as older as we get older and get further away from his career, I think he's losing a lot of luster because people don't realize this guy was not just a great home run hitter. But in the very beginning, he was a great pitcher, a great fielder. He was a five-tool player. And, you know, his lifestyle, God only knows what Mickey Mantle would have been like or Babe Ruth been like had they not partaken in the finer things in life. No, I agree. I, I think he died August 16th, 1948. Ironically, Elvis Presley also died August 16th in 1977. Maybe so this August. Two of the greatest in their fields on August 16th, a very dark day in the, uh, in our world. You know, you mentioned uh, Kenny Burns and just for 30 seconds, the guy that does the voiceover is the same guy that does all of his voiceovers. In fact, now 
Ken Burns has come out with a documentary, The Holocaust in the USA. Same guy, he's now 80 years of age. Would, you, would you, either of you know his name? If I give you a hint, his last name is an animal. His last name is a wild animal. Rhino? Wolf? Wolf would be a good guess. His name actually is Peter Coyote. Oh, yeah. Of, Peter Coyote, guys? the actor. Yes. My, my wife absolutely loves Peter Coyote. What a voice Peter Coyote has. All right. Come back with Ed Desser. Talk uh, Peter Coyote. Sports, sports think that's media. his real name, Fred? We'll what? Do you think that's his real name? Peter then Coyote? We'll come, then we'll come back with a little bit more all straight away on sports overnight. Progressive's Home Court Explorer lets you easily compare our direct rates with multiple companies. Now that we've covered something you could do, it's time for sports stuff you definitely could not do. If you were head coach, you would not have gone for it on fourth down. Your confidence in your play calling ability might be a little overblown, considering you're barely confident in which restaurant to order takeout from, let alone choosing a play in front of 70,000 screaming fans. But you definitely can use Progressive's Home Court Explorer to easily compare rates. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurance. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. TrackPhone wants to know, are you an influencer, a big live streamer? No? Then guess what? You don't need an endless data plan. Get just the right amount of data with TrackPhone's $40 unlimited talk and text smartphone plan. Now with 8 gigs of high-speed data and unlimited carryover. On America's largest, most dependable network, now with 5G. Get the data you need at the price you want. TrackPhone Wireless. Now you're in control. Available at major retailers. 5G-compatible device required. Actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. See terms and conditions at trackphone.com. If you work remote, Staples has you covered. Stylish office decor to turn my finished basement into a complete workspace solution. Staples has you covered. A desk that's all business, but not too businessy. Staples has you covered. And now at Staples, take up to 50% off select chairs and up to 75% off select desks. Plus, with 25% off Staples furniture support, we'll assemble your new furniture and guarantee it against wear and defects. Explore solutions for your remote workspace at Staples. Ends 9-3 in-store only this view was worth a hike right and it's a good way to stay on top of my health yes i'm colaguard a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk have you screened for colon cancer not yet don't wait it's more treatable when caught in early stages tell me more colaguard is non-invasive and it's used at home it detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0.00. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. Hey, welcome back, everybody. It is Sports Overnight America. You can always email us at sportsfred at AOL.com. Now, we've had Ed Desser of Ed Desser Sports in Santa Monica on a few times on this show. Now, Ed used to be used to run the broadcasting department for the Los Angeles Lakers about 40 years ago. And uh, then, of course, for many years, he ran the NBA broadcasting side of it. And now, for many years, he's got Ed Desser Sports in Santa Monica. Ed, welcome again to the show. Thanks, Fred. Good to be here. So, 
Tell us if folks are listening right now, what Ed Desser Sports, what Ed Desser Sports uh, can do for the sports fan or sports teams, or what what exactly does Ed Desser Sports in Santa Monica do? Well, we're predominantly involved in uh, a couple of, uh, uh, of business lines. One is uh, valuing sports rights and negotiating those rights on behalf of teams and leagues. And the other primary business involves dealing with um, litigation and arbitrations, uh, and we act as expert witnesses and connection with disputes that involve sports media. Okay, so this is rather interesting. Uh, this week we found out that uh, DISH, the network, being sued by the Pac-12 for non-payment. <laughs> Pac-12's got enough problems. Now apparently DISH not paying up. Talk about that, Ed Desser. Yeah, I'm not uh, familiar with the, with the details. I know that uh, that uh, Pac-10, Pac-12 network has been carried uh, since uh, since the beginning uh, on on Dish. I can, uh, you know, only surmise that there is a uh, a dispute either about um, the accounting or perhaps there's something that uh, dates back to. Um, COVID and the fact that uh, you know the network wasn't delivering all the product uh, that it uh, should have been. I'm I'm speculating here because I have not seen the complaint, so that's that that is literally. No, but you yeah. but you get you guessed right. I just read about it uh, this morning, uh, and, and the point was that uh, uh, Dish uh, and the Pac-12 had a dispute to the COVID year 2020, but the Pac-12. Uh, ba- basically uh, caved and gave them, uh, you know, a real good deal, according to the Pac-12. And Dish hasn't paid them what they should have been paying them since, even after the Pac-12 caved on the fact that, uh, yeah, we couldn't give you all the games because the season was stopped midway through. So um, anyway, Dish uh, and the Pac-12 should be interesting down the road. And uh, meanwhile, I've had direct TV for 28 years since 1994. And Boy, you're a, you're you're a relic, Fred. That I'm is your a, AOL uh, email account. Yeah, well, that's definitely true. I am a relic, and uh, or whatever else you want to call me. But um, anyways, the odds are pretty good that uh, uh, Directv is going to lose the Sunday ticket after this year. Now, most of those years, not all, but many of those years, they gave me the Sunday ticket free. This year, half price. And, uh, you know, I love the Sunday ticket. I, I, I love the, the job that's being done there. But it looks like Apple or, or another streaming service is going to end up getting the rights. What's that going to do to DirecTV? It seems to me people like me might drop. Other people, I mean, uh, well, anyway, what do you think about uh, DirecTV losing the Sunday ticket, which is most likely going to happen? Well, as it stands... Um, my understanding is uh, it, it is a loss leader for DirecTV. They don't generate the revenue on it that um, that, that they pay to the NFL. And, uh, you know, they're not in growth mode anymore. Um, so 
they may very well be saying, you know, well, we'll lose some subscribers, but uh, that'll happen over a period of time. And we've gotten most of the value we can. Meanwhile, uh, their their expense line goes uh, down by a, a couple billion dollars. So that's that's I think what's going on here. Um, and you know, a product like Sunday Ticket has always been a great way of introducing new technology and getting it uh, you know adopted. You think back to when Directv launched. Having Sunday Ticket was you know a great reason for you to leave behind your cable and uh, subscribe to to direct tv and there are a lot of people such as yourself who have been doing so ever since and you know at some point the uh, technology moves on and obviously streaming has become a much bigger deal and now you've got uh, apple with mls and they've got some baseball and and amazon has got thursday night and so you know you can kind of see the direction that things are going even though the bundle is still uh, where most sports programming is and will be for, you know, probably the rest of the decade, it's going to be a while before, um, you know, enough of it has migrated that, um, that a, any real sports fan is going to seriously think about uh, doing without. Is it possible, Ed Desser, that DirecTV buys the rights from, let's say, Apple? to continue carrying it for a price not close to the price that they're paying now because obviously Apple's going to have the majority uh, of viewers. But is it possible DirecTV uh, makes a deal with Apple or, or Prime, whoever ends up getting it, uh, to continue carrying something like the Sunday ticket? That sounds like a question where Fred is uh, trying to decide what Fred's going to do in the future. And, uh, He's hoping the answer is yes. Um, <laughs> my, my, my guess is that if you're Apple, um, you know, the reason you would be buying this is to get people to migrate to your platform and that the chances of them being interested in sharing it are very small because, you know, anybody who's been a regular subscriber of Sunday ticket for 20 years or 25 years or whatever it's been, um, you know, they're going to stay if they can keep getting it most likely and they're going to move if they can't. So, you know, what's Apple's motivation? Apple doesn't need to be in the business of, of propping up direct TV. Very good point. And in my case, 28 darn years, hard to believe. Um, Couple weeks Maybe ago. Maybe if you hadn't been getting a comp subscription, they, they could have <laughs> kept it up. You you may be the reason, actually, Fred. I'm guilty as charged. Um, uh, what was I going to tell you? A couple of weeks ago. No, you're ago, guilty as comped. All right. But uh, look, I, I don't know who's doing the thinking. You know, you talk about cop, uh, pro coaches who make ridiculous decisions. Somebody at ESPN a couple of Mondays ago, in my mind, Ed Desser, made a major mistake you know once a year usually the first week but this time with the uh, award ceremony they, they didn't want to do it against that so the second week they ran two football games usually on monday they just run one 
but they started it at four o'clock Pacific and five thirty Pacific, or seven in the east, uh, and eight thirty in the east. And I got to tell you, it was—I mean, it was, the first game was a blowout, so I guess you could turn to the second game. Did that make any sense to you, Ed Desser, as a guy who's been in this business a long, long time, to run one game against the other and basically? You couldn't watch both unless you could split the screen. I'm not technically oriented enough to do it, but I'm just saying make no sense. Usually they have one game and three hours later, they started the second. This time they started an hour and a half after the first. Your comments, Ed Desser. Um, you know, I can't remember what the first game was and, and whether they ended up having to do it earlier in order or, or the issue is the late game. I, I can't remember, but um you know, it's obviously not something that they uh, was their first choice. Um, you'd, you'd much rather do a double header as a double header and do, you know, six o'clock and nine o'clock Eastern, something like that, or maybe even a little bit later. Um, but, uh, you know, there are various uh, factors that you're, you're, you're trying to thread a needle on. And, and I can't remember what was going on that particular uh, night, but, it, it, it could be any number of any one of number of things. Um, uh, but, but sometimes, you know, you, you get runovers, you got to deal with, uh, scheduling matters. You got, um, you know, uh, events going on simultaneously, right? Right now we're dealing with, uh, with baseball playoffs, um, NBA regular season's about to start NHL regular season is, uh, ongoing. You got college football, and pro football um and and of course you know some some golf and motorsports it's a very very busy time of year and sometimes things just don't uh, line up perfectly so i guess if you if you're espn and you have a choice between having two games or only having one game even if you have to you know slide the the kickoff for the for the second game you know you'd rather have that than um the not right. If you you know any any NFL game you can get, even if it's simultaneously with something else, is an NFL game. True. Talking to Ed Desser of Ed Desser Sports in Santa Monica, right here on Sports Overnight America. Ed, in case somebody out there is involved in a big sports business, what's your phone number? If folks would like to get in touch with Ed Desser. Oh no 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 no! Don't get started with me on that, Fred. Um, you know, I'm not in I'm not in the business of doing uh, B to C. So uh, so what I do is uh, is mostly serve uh, serve uh, sports organizations, whether they be teams or leagues. Um, so not really looking for for individual uh, fan type business. All right, locally here in Southern California, I just noticed that the Clippers will be televising some of their games on Channel 5 locally, KTLA, which hasn't happened in a long time. What's going on there versus uh, I, I get for the for the fan who doesn't have cable, it's fantastic. You get some games, but why are they going in that direction? Well, I think it's exactly what you just said. Um, what's, what's happening now is as people have been cutting the cord, I mean, it wasn't that long ago, uh, about 10 years ago, 90% of homes had cable. Yeah. Um, now we're down closer to 60%. And so there are 
you know, a, a large number of folks, predominantly younger folks who don't subscribe to cable, don't even watch linear TV. And, you, you know, you're always thinking about growing the fan base and, you know, the way you grow a fan base is you get, uh, you get young potential fans, you turn them into fans and you hopefully keep them for the rest of their lives. And so this is, I suspect about, uh, getting access to more of those folks. Now, the, the unfortunate thing is that, um, you know, the sampling of traditional television by young people is also pretty small. And so while in theory, a lot of folks could now get access to the Clippers via KTLA, the reality is that, that, that most young people, those under 30, um, tend not to watch linear television at all, whether it's broadcasting or cable. So, you know, we'll have to see what the numbers end up looking like. Um, it's a, uh, it's a nice, uh, it's a nice benefit for those who had, you know, had opted out of cable to be able to see some games. I don't think it's likely to be the wave of the future. It's, um, you know, Steve Ballmer is trying to, uh, keep his team relevant and uh, grow the fan base in a very, very crowded marketplace where um, there are, there are quite a number of other teams and he's trying to get attention. And I, I understand that. I think it's, it's a smart thing to do, especially if you're in the midst of, of negotiating a new uh, cable agreement with the Bally sports network and they're looking to cut their costs. So that's what I assume was going on behind the scenes. Uh, Bally says, we're not going to pay you what we used to pay you. And the Clippers said, well, then we're taking some games back and we're going to put them on broadcast. Ed Desser, as usual, this has been fun and interesting. Uh, nobody knows it better than Ed Desser. And thank you for appearing uh, this evening on uh, Sports Overnight America. Nice chatting, Fred. Be well. Have a nice weekend. And we will talk again before too long. Thank you, Ed Desser, with us on Sports Overnight America. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Thank you, Ed Desser, for appearing on Sports Overnight America. And now, 
Back to the guys, Mark Mancini and Art Source. And, of course, uh, Mark's the world's worst sports handicapper. So, Monday night football, Chargers, Broncos. Mark, who do you like? Well, I'm the world's worst handicapper. You coined it. Whatever I take, take the opposite. I like the Chargers in this one. I really do. I think Denver's trying to find themselves. You're not into that Nathaniel Hackett offense? Yeah, and, 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 and Russell Wilson's got a partially torn shoulder. I don't know if they're going to tape it up and put it back together, and we're going to look like the straw man in Halloween here on the Wizard of Oz, but I like the Chargers, man. I think they're coming together. i tell you what I like. I like uh, the over uh, in this one, but uh, Art Source, who do you like Monday night? Uh, 31-13. Los Angeles Clippers. Clippers. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there we go. The Los Angeles Chargers. The Clippers. Yeah, the Clippers on my mind because they're actually on KTLA Channel 5 this year, which I think is really exciting for people in L.A. Uh, the question about this game would be, uh, can there be two worse coaches than Brandon Staley? Uh, well, you know, when it, comes, when it comes to clock management, it comes to making big decisions, you know, whether to go for it or not. These two are definitely in the realm of their own. Maybe the Chargers need to do what what uh, the Broncos did: hire somebody to actually m- keep the coach, the head coach, from making poor decisions. I understand Hackett's Paul Hackett's son, but how can he be as bad as he is, Art, having grown up in the industry? Well, like I said, you know, when I was at USC, he'd run around the practice field in his, you know, in his in his. Uh, Pampers, and he's come a long way since then. And a lot of people say a lot of great things about him offensively. But I wonder if there isn't an opportunity somewhere along the line where a lot of these coordinators, you know, like your Norv Turners, we can go down the line, who do a great job in their coordinating positions. But when they become the head coach, they seem to just not have that full um, ability to coach the coaches because that's what a head coach does. He basically makes sure his generals are all on the same page. He gets everybody, you know, to work the positions. So it, it really boggles my mind a little bit. Um, I've watched Mike Tomlin, who's going to be a Hall of Famer. He had a lot of trouble his first five or six years, you know, in, in, in tough game-ending situations. Um, it's really key. I mean, the one thing I can tell you is in, in our old era, Lombardi, Noel, you know, Landry, you didn't see that kind of stuff as right. often. They really knew how to work the clock and, and manage the clock. One of my arguments is, and I'm sorry, Mark, but I'm, I'm yeah. coming over on your time. You know, the game has changed the rules at the end of the game in the NFL. They used to be after, with seven minutes left, the clock stopped on an incomplete pass. Now, if you throw a pass with five minutes and five seconds left, and it's complete, and even if they go out of bounds, the clock stop, starts again. It's like, wow, how do, you, how do you have comebacks in the NFL if they're going to do, do this kind of clock management? Well, because they, you know, they, this is because they want to get the second game in on time on the Sunday. That's exactly right. It's ridiculous. For Mark, for Art, for Mario, and everybody else, thank you guys and gals for listening all night long to Sports Overnight America.